Oh, I missed the funky. Oh, it's so good to be back. It's man. super funky. Super funky. Hell yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it is good. I missed you, Pookie. Uh, dude, it's it's been a while, man. It's <laughs> definitely been a while. I'm happy. I really have. I've been looking forward to it all day. Yeah. Hell yeah. Well. Greetings and salutations, sports and wrestling fans all across the wide and wonderful internet. Time again for another glorious edition of Modern Day Gladiators here on the Outlander Media Network. I, of course, your humble host, Michael Shibley. And, of course, joining me, we've got football, so it's Trey Pack. He is in the studio with me yeah, again today. Totally reeking of awesomeness oh, oh, as yeah, well. Man. Mr. Too Hot for TV. There it is. Oh, I was waiting on it. Oh, it's been so long. <laughs> About to get ready to do March Madness nicknames over on on Halfle, so definitely excited for that. So yeah. too hot for TV is getting pitched, um, so look forward to that uh, over there on our show. You guys need to have me on the show to pitch I, it at I that point. Just call you in as like a surprise witness. Yes, like oh, I didn't pick this nickname for myself. <laughs> it was Shibley. You're like the consortium. You're Ric Flair. You're the yes, consortium. I'm the cons- the consortium is me. <laughs> <laughs> Those for who don't remember the ruthless aggression era after the uh, invasion angle was you're just, over. You're just like McMahon. You're like, it's me, Austin. It was me all along. <laughs> but yes, oh my goodness, we've got a show today because, my goodness, we're going to talk the Super Bowl and we're going to talk the Royal Rumble, which were the two big events that I wanted to talk about on this show. Thank you. But then right before <clears throat> everything that was happening on Sunday, I'd gotten back from a nice weekend trip with Mrs. Shibbles and was just settling back in. And then I get the news alert on my phone that Kobe Bryant passed away in that helicopter crash that happened there in Southern California. His daughter Gianna was on board, and as well as uh, a few other kids and uh, adults in the pilot. I think there was nine total people in that helicopter that lost their lives heading to, I guess, one of the Mamba Academy uh, basketball games yep. that Kobe was coaching, and everything. And it just the the outpouring of support. We're recording this on a Wednesday night, and right. this happened Sunday, and it's still, I mean, shaking professional sports. High, I mean, I saw I've seen high school videos of people taking. You know, eight second, uh, you know, half court violations yeah. and the twenty four second shot clock. I mean, even in in the state of Tennessee, there is no shot clock for high school. Um, yeah. And even the good old boys down there in Harriman took a had a, a quote unquote twenty four second shot clock yeah. violation. So, I mean, it, it's incredible, man. I mean, that dude changed. I mean, not just the the game of basketball, but really was the forefront of, of, of basketball culture for so long. Oh, for man. so long. You look at, and I, I just remember this, when you talk about when you bridge that gap and you get people yep. that aren't just just sports. There yep. were people forever. I mean, because they had the Grammys that Sunday night yep. in the Staples Center. And there were people there who were just so upset about everything. They had the Kobe tributes there in different ways and all that yep. different stuff. But even, I was just thinking about this, you get people like in the office, like I worked in an office at one point, and even people who weren't big sports fans, you take that roll of paper and you yep. throw it at the trash can and they go, Kobe! Kobe. Yep. Oh yeah, man. That's going to live forever, forever when yeah. something like that happens. Yeah, man. I, I th- and here's the thing with, like, with the Grammys and things like that, man. What you got to realize about Kobe is that Kobe wasn't playing for the Pacers or, or some you know team in the middle of nowhere. He was the face of basketball in Los Angeles, man. Where I mean, yep. Jack Nicholson sitting courtside, and all you know, I mean, it, the the Lakers were selling out every week, every game for I mean, a decade, dude, over a decade. Yep. 
And and he was the reason. I mean, you he was worth the price of admission in the city and, and arguably yeah. the world. And Irvin Magic Johnson, who many consider, my generation and older, the greatest Laker. And yeah. that's including the Kareem Abdul-Jabbar yeah. and Shaq and all these other great Lakers that you've mm-hmm. had. And even Irvin Magic Johnson said that Kobe was the greatest Laker. Yep. I mean, and, he's had two numbers retired, 8 and 24. And, I mean, it's it's insane, man. The the, 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 the death of Kobe Bryant has been so polarizing, yeah. man. I mean, it's really it's, – it's brought a lot of people together, and it's also separated a lot of people. I mean, me being in the stand-up comedy community, yep. man, I mean, it's – it's it's one of the first times in I mean I've been around for years and years. Oh, yeah. I've been around. We've been around. We've, shit we've all been, I've been around. Been, yeah, I've been around since like twenty yeah. late twenty fifteen, and I've never seen something like this. Yeah, when I say polarized, I mean people at each other's throats over can you make this joke or can you not? Yeah, the closest that I can consider of that because especially when I was doing more comedy was when Paul Walker died. Okay. Some years yeah, ago, yeah. there was that type of thing at that point. Yeah. So you look at that. The best celebrity when you look to, not Paul Walker, but I guess the bigger impact right. to me was more of Princess Di passing away. Yes. Of how that happened. Yeah, just a pop culture phenomenon. But yeah. that's, what, that's what's so crazy with Kobe is that Kobe was, was at home. Yeah. Yeah, Princess Diana, I mean, people locked on to her. I mean, there's still people that talk mm-hmm. about Princess Diana. Princess Diana, I know words. It's been a while. It's okay. Uh, um, but Kobe was so close to home, and like I said, in the epicenter of our country. Man. Yeah. I mean, over there in Los Angeles, dude. I mean, he was the guy. And yeah, I mean, I completely agree with you. It's not just in my comedy career, but in my life, I can't think of any death that has been so, you know, and, and granted, we're more connected now than yep. ever, so... I'm also, I just turned 25, so I don't, I don't know, yeah. I don't have a whole lot of information. But, I mean, yeah, I've never seen a death uh, really take hold of the world. Because it's not just in America, man. I mean, oh, it's yeah. all over. It's all over. And the, the portrait in Venezuela, mm-hmm. um, the Kobe's favorite soccer team did a tribute. Yeah, Inter Milan. In, no, not Inter. AC Milan. I'm sorry. There's yep. The two Milan teams. The uh, AC Milan did a whole big because he was a huge soccer fan. Yeah. I mean, I think Kobe at some point could have made a transition to some sort of professional soccer. I mean, right. he was that good of an athlete. Or then you have, like, yeah, like also in soccer, Neymar, who plays for right. Paris Saint-Germain, he scored a goal and puts up the 2-4. Or yeah. you have down in the Australian Open, you know, you have got, you know Nick Kyrgios, who I can't stand because he's, <laughs> he's one of these guys who's so talented, right. but he just lets his emotions just get the better of him every time. But he was wearing a Kobe jersey yeah. out before his match. Uh, Coco Goff, who's just yeah. – uh, I. I'm so excited to see where she can ascend to right. in in women's tennis. 15 years old, but she's doing with her doubles partner. They're doing the dribble and the fade away, the fade away, and there all those good things. And it, it was just you know those tributes and everything that have happened with that. But you look at too the generations because you know I'm 37, you're 25, so there's a right. the, a, a gap between us because I will forever be a Jordan guy. Mm-hmm. You're you're yeah. not going to knock me off that pillar. It's right. going or it's going to take something huge to knock me off that. LeBron's not doing it. No, I am that he's 
You went, once you leave Cleveland twice, you, yeah, I mean, you take yourself out of the, that conversation for me. Yeah, and um, but Kobe was always – he was just never in that argument. It always seemed to be between LeBron and MJ, mm. but you've got Kobe, who won five titles. Yeah, right. he won the first three with Shaq, who at the time Shaq was you – know, Arguably the greatest big man of the all best. time. Yeah, and then – but you look, Kobe to me, though, had – since Michael Jordan, the most competitive fire yes. I have ever seen, especially in a basketball player. Yeah, I, I completely agree with you, man. I he think, burns so hot. Yes. I mean, that that's what I think why Kobe is so transcendent across cultures and across genders and across, you know, just, just there's so many different types of people is because work ethic is universal, man. Yep. I mean, that, that fire, that eye of the tiger, whatever it is you want to call it. Mamba mentality. Mamba mentality. I mean, Kobe Bryant. <laughs> trademark yeah man i mean that that the dude radiated work ethic and i think that's that's universal and i think it's it's unmatched yeah and it'll never be matched and that's the thing you know when people start looking at you know i've seen on social media everywhere i was on twitter vol twitter is slow right now uh because tennessee basketball is not great oh that texas Um, a&m game last night But they wore and even our vols here wore purple laces for the a&m game i mean again everywhere there was uh, a guy at work uh today one of the customers came in he was wearing a lower marion uh right. high school kobe jersey yeah so i mean uh, but i mean just the the fact that you know like i said kobe just being so uh, across every culture mm-hmm. because of that work ethic man i mean yeah. it's unrivaled and I, so i've seen on twitter people saying just this nonsense of oh we have to stop comparing these people now we have to stop comparing jordan and kobe and 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 uh lebron you, know, you still do that that's part of sports yeah, it's no, always doing there still that. has to be a goat man yeah I'm, you know rest in peace man I, I'm, yep. uh, i've also seen people saying kobe should be the nba logo which i 100 percent agree i would be uh, jerry west has said he's tired of being the logo right. it, so just if, let kobe have it if yeah. you have if you went up to any kid and said who is jerry west yeah no, but if you who's Kobe Bryant? Yeah, I mean it, it's almost like the old uh, the old story with the, the while Lincoln's on the penny. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure you've heard that in school. They Lincoln decided, uh, or they decided for Lincoln after he after he died, they should be on the penny because everyone should have a penny in their pocket. Yeah, so that's why a way no one will ever forget, and that's that's a way to uh, keep Kobe's legacy. I mean, really forever. Yeah. He, he will live forever. And again, his, his daughter, and that's what, what just hurts too is Gigi, yeah. of course, passing away because it looked like, you know, those videos, what was it a month ago where they were at a, uh, like a, a Nets game or something. Yeah. And he's like talking about strategy, yeah, she, breaking down the game to her. And yeah. he even said recently how, you know, he thinks that some, some woman, like even one of his daughters could maybe even play in the NBA at some point, which again leads up for debate. But I mean, he won an Oscar, he won an Academy Award, which again which I just deserved. Yeah, it it it, it was. There's just, I have differences of certain other things that happened outside of that, but that's a whole other right, issue. Yeah. I talked about that on a podcast a long time ago. Yeah. You can talk to me on Twitter about it, Michael underscore Shibley, if you want more information. And then that's, I think, what sucks is the fact that it looked like Kobe was going to have just an amazing second act of his life. Yeah. Like, after pl- his playing career was over, being in businesses. Yeah. Or, he had dedicated so much of his life to basketball. Being a dad. Yeah, and now to, to for that to be cut short. I mean, it's heartbreaking, yeah. man. I mean, it's, it's terrible. Um, it's something, no, I mean... 
the, not to mention, I mean, yeah, he, his daughter was there with him, but yeah. not to mention his wife and his yeah. other his other kids are having mm-hmm. to grow up without his yeah. dad now. And that's man. that's terrible. And that's why Ugh. always the, the the message that everybody has talked about, and it's the same thing, you know. Hug your kids. Hug your kids. Tell your parents you love them, even if you're fighting. Call your mom. Call your mom. Like, pause yeah. this. Call your mom. We'll wait. And we'll then wait. come back. And while we're waiting for you to do that, we can also uh, you can make a call or uh, get online while you're calling to tell your mom you love love them to uh, uh, check out Joe Shirt, JoeShirt.com. Uh, you want to make a banner, a T-shirt, anything you want to put a logo you on. You want to make a T-shirt that says, I love you, Mom? Yeah. Joe Shirt. Expand your brand. However you want to do it, Joe Shirt can help you. They've been doing this for over 30 years. Yeah, man. Right here in Knoxville. We love them. They love us. Yep. So, for some reason, they love all of us here at Outlander. Oh, man. That's our, my favorite thing is seeing what how Haffle is going to, to pitch Joe Shirt is one yeah. of my favorite parts of every episode. Because it, it comes up every time. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And of course, uh, we got to thank Otherworldly Coffee. Yep. They are amazing. They're liquid cocaine. Yes. They're amazing. Again, my sister and her uh, husband, my brother-in-law, they loved it. I sent it to them for Christmas. Yes. You're good. Uh, you got to use the code uh, OUTLANDER, all caps. You got to yell it. And you're going to get 20% off. Yep. It's uh, the you, friend discount. Yeah, absolutely. Because we're your friends. Yeah, we are here. your friends. And since we are your friends, you know, you can help us by giving us those five-star reviews. Yes. Wherever you friends. listen. Yes. Wherever you listen to this podcast, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever. Please, those five-star reviews. And, of course, you can check us out. Twitter, Michael underscore Shibley and Trey. Just at Trey Pack, T-R-E-P-A-C-K. I'm real easy to find. And, of course, on social media, the Modern Day Gladiators, uh, Instagram and Facebook pages. We try and post links and stuff with all the stuff there. Mm-hmm. So you can follow us there. We've got big other things coming with Outlander Media. Uh, OutlanderMedia.net. Huge things, man. Oh, yeah. No, huge things. The big shows, Haffle, of course. Yep. DLC Respawn, which I'm going to be a guest on, I think, next week. Heck, yeah. Looking forward to that. Uh, Geeks Inherited the Earth with some great interviews that they've had. Uh, I mean, yeah, they're getting everything. Everybody, I mean, with the mm-hmm. the color out of space. Yeah, I mean, oh, that was which we had the uh, the uh, preview for that with we Lionsgate. The, the early, we got the early screening for that, which was awesome, man. Yeah. Um, Dead be- Deadbeat Radio, uh, Scared Stupid, all those just big shows that are coming and here they're here, and we've got more awesomeness on Heck the yeah. way. So we'll get all that out. Let's talk about, uh, before we get into the Super Bowl, which, of course, I'm sure you are all tuning in to listen to our wonderful picks and to see which of the crazy bets is Trey going to say to make the loan. Oh, yeah. I've I've got a very decisive one. I really have. So that's going to be exciting. But let's talk about the Royal Rumble really quick because, of course, huge wrestling fans here uh, at everybody at Outlander Media. Yeah, which is great. Like. It, nowhere else in my life do I have people that even sort of like wrestling, like at work or like, like my yep. dad sort of follows. But then I'm here and it's like, okay, yeah. I'm the least in the know when it comes to wrestling right. around here. So it's nice. But the Royal Rumble happened, which it was good. It, it was a lot better. First of all, it was a half hour shorter than the event was last year, oh, right. which was really good. The, yeah. the WWE, I think, has finally realized, hey, these all can't be six hour right. fests. I mean, WrestleMania is still probably going to be eight freaking hours long. But it, it, the rest of them are still okay. You realize that people have other things to do. Right. It, I mean, it's WrestleMania is the re, it, that is the Super Bowl, so yeah. Yeah, make, a, make a day yeah. of it. But if it's the I mean, yeah. Royal Rumble. I, I love mean, the Royal I, Rumble. I, I, like the, yeah. I love the Royal Rumble, too. We'll get into yeah. the, the always big returns at the yep. Rumble, and we'll talk about that here in a second. 
But I mean, it, it, it's not SummerSlam. You right. know, it's not it's not Mania. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, definitely they they're cutting yeah. down time. Perfect. But the first one that I ever saw was the '92 when Flair went oh. from the three spot and just did an absolute masterpiece. One of my all time favorite rumbles. Yeah. And it's just been great. Uh, so you had this. You had, you know. All the under undercard matches were were fine. There was yeah. nothing like great that just knocked wow. knocked my socks off or anything like that. And then you had the women's Royal Rumble, which was great because the number two entrant was Bianca Belair, former Lady Vol. She was yeah. a, a hurdler on the on the track team. And she yeah. her athleticism is amazing. Right. If you have not seen it before in NXT, she is just one of the best pure athletes, male or female, the WWE has. Mm-hmm. And of course, she's got that hair that goes all the way down, like all the uh, way down to her knee. She uses it as a she, weapon. She's got a look, dude. She does, and, yeah. and she's got a she's got a really unique style. And man. she's got she eliminated eight other women from the Royal Rumble, which I thought was great. I yeah. mean, so she set. Now, yes, we've only that's got to be a record. Yeah, yeah. We've, they've only had three women's Royal Rumbles, but mm-hmm. she set the record for it. So hats off to that. She I thought came out looking amazing, mm-hmm. and she was in it up until. Uh, more than halfway through when Charlotte Flair came out. Right. So, and then she did end up getting eliminated, but she did really well for herself. I think yeah. out of everybody in that Royal Rumble, she came out looking the best right. out yeah. of that. Then, Which is just going to give her a platform to, right. to keep. I mean, yeah. if you set the record for how many you know women you've thrown over the top rope, I mean, that's... Yeah. Yeah, that does nothing but, but help her. Yeah. So, I mean, in the first half of that rumble, I think, was great because they kind of tied in with all of that. Then once Charlotte got in there, it became a more of the everybody come in, run wild for about two seconds and then you're all just fighting in the corners and teasing eliminations until then it got to the end when Shayna Baszler came out and those were the two big picks that a lot of people had to win this thing I had picked Charlotte Flair Mm -hmm. a lot of other people and I was fine with that if Shayna Baszler who was from NXT was the women's champion twice and forever Mm -hmm. and finally you know lost the title uh, to Rhea Ripley in a great match that they had and then now she's out, and then it was down to Charlotte Flair and Shayna Baszler. Charlotte ends up winning, which a lot of people were not big fans of, yeah. and I get it. I just the reason I picked Charlotte Flair was because I just knew there had been now this was the third Royal Rumble, and Charlotte hadn't won one yet. Right, exactly. So no, to me, they were the WWE. It just can't get Charlotte. She's great. I love Charlotte, mm-hmm. and but she's established already like yeah. she doesn't need a rumble win yeah to do anything she's a flare at that point so you get wow. Shayna baszler to come in and then win the royal rumble and then i thought it would have been great if baszler had come in and then she would challenge say bailey who doesn't need the title right now yeah. and then charlotte or somebody else could go or i would have loved Shayna baszler versus Becky Lynch would have been great. Yeah, that'd be a, a great So either one. We'll, on we'll see where they go. Because right now, Bailey's the champ in SmackDown, and then uh, and then Becky Lynch is the champ on Raw. But if, whoever Which, Charlotte challenges out of either one of those two, though, it's not. It, it's been done yeah, to it, death. It'll be, but it, it can't be Charlotte and Becky again. Yeah, it can't. It can't. 
It'll be Bailey. And what I love right now, I mean, as far as women's wrestling goes, WWE's got it for me. My two favorite female yep. superstars are Bailey and Becky Lynch, and I always have been. Even though I just don't like that, the new Bailey. The new Batman, I'm down for it. She, dude, she could come out in anything, dude. She's such a badass. And My, she's, yeah, I watched her. Uh, her little short documentary deal, yeah. um, like where they come from or whatever, and I've been a fan ever since. My wife said about uh, about Bailey, <laughs> it was great. She said she looks like someone who's a mother of three who hates her life. <laughs> yeah, is <laughs> what the haircut looks That's like. My type, dude. No. <laughs> this isn't Halfle. We'll, we'll, we can we can dive into that on Halfle one of these no, days. No, 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 yep. you know, I mean. All that is I yeah. know. She's she's a great competitor and a big like I yeah. said. I would love to see a. a a Bailey Becky Lance unify the belt, um, mm-hmm. kind of like Jericho did yeah. years ago, and Triple H has done it. That well, they did at cool. WrestleMania. They had Becky two belts because right. she beat Charlotte and right, Ronda. Right, right, right. So I don't know if they're going to do that again. We'll see. We'll see. Moving on to the Men's Royal Rumble. Of course, it started. Brock was entering at number one Ugh. and said, "You know, we're going to throw everybody out." And it was so cheap. It was, it was so cheap. I'm not see, a fan. I, I. I enjoyed it because I think it it told a different. It was different. It was definitely different. I the problem is, especially when you don't have someone like Pat Patterson who used to book all of the Royal Rumbles, and that's why for so long there were so many great Royal Rumbles mm-hmm. because Pat Patterson knew how to book it. Right. But so this was at least something new. Do I think it maybe ran on a little too long? Probably. But yeah. I mean, you had guys like John Morrison who was in there for ten seconds. And it's right. like, dude, he and, just came back. And yeah, he's getting such a big push right now. But and man, it, it's pushing the. You know, I'm going to sound like a conspiracy, uh, conspiracist, whatever. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. They, they're pushing the Lesnar agenda, dude. It's all they're trying to make Lesnar look like a badass. Yeah. And, and I get it, man. He, he he's the champ. Yeah. I get it. Like whatever. But when it was like him and Strowman and who was in there with Keith him? Keith Lee. And Keith, Keith Lee. Keith Lee's great, though. And I Keith love Keith Lee. Keith Lee is incredible. But yeah. like when I saw Keith Lee come out, I was like, okay, Keith Lee. And Keith Lee was in there. And yeah. then Strowman, I was like, okay, cool. So now we're going to get to the Royal Rumble. And he tosses both of them at the yeah, same time. That's get what it's. Out yeah. Because I get it when Kofi came out because he's the one who, he beat Kofi in six seconds. Right. So he had that. And then uh, Rey Mysterio, who's a former champ as yeah. well. And then Big E. I get throwing them all out, but then once you got like Keith Lee in there or something yeah. like that, then Keith Lee and yeah. Braun Strowman in the yeah. ring, but he, he tosses them both right. at the same time. That, get out of here. But I did like, again, Drew McIntyre knocking him out. I did yes. think that was great yes. because it established that. What I was surprised at, though, at the end was then having Drew McIntyre then go and win the whole thing. I, I, when he put Lesnar out, I would have... Yeah. I if I, I don't bet on wrestling, right. but yeah, um, when when McIntyre put Lesnar out, I, I, if any banks were open, I would have yeah. took out every loan I could. I could have told you he was going to win the Rumble. The only reason I didn't have him win, and he was again one of my dark horse picks because yes, I, I picked that. Roman Reigns, which which was, which was whatever, of course. The reason I think, and they uh, rumor has it they changed their minds. Like okay. Vince changed his minds. It was supposed to be, I think, Shayna Baszler and Roman Reigns winning these rumbles, wow. but I think Vince changed it last second, oh, wow. which he's want to do. But I think because if you just have Drew McIntyre eliminate Lesnar but not win it, you can still have Lesnar be so mad about that that they still fight for the title. Like he didn't need to win the Royal Rumble to get the title shot. I agree with and you. And then Roman Reigns could just go and then... You know, but it works anyway because Roman Reigns can then just challenge uh, 
uh, Bray Wyatt or The Fiend anyway. So... But it works, too, because now you've got that great story with Drew McIntyre. Yeah, it was thought he wasn't good enough, and now he's, I mean, going... Because he was picked as the chosen one, like, back right at the end of the Ruthless Aggression era or whatever. He was brought in, Vince, you know, gave him just a huge thing that you're the next big thing. He won an Intercontinental title, but then he ended up in three-man band with, uh, you know, all those other guys, and... He ended up getting fired right. and released, but then worked back in the indies, fought his way back, got to NXT, mm-hmm. got over huge, and now he's back. But he just wasn't doing so many things, it seemed like, for a while. He was just kind of there. Yeah. And then now, you push a new star. Who deserves it? Yes. And I think I'm looking forward, and they need to pull the trigger on him. Because the fact that they didn't pull the trigger on Nakamura when yes. he won the Royal Rumble a couple of years ago, you need to pull it on Drew McIntyre. Make a new star. Because... Personally, I think the expiration date's done with Brock. Like, yeah, he doesn't move the needle anymore. He do, he, yeah, he doesn't, and that's what I'm saying. When they tried to push the, the Lesnar agenda at the Rumble, yep. and, it, and it's, it, I mean, it took, you know, Roman Reigns getting sick for them to stop shoving that down our throat. Yep. And, and and I think what, what Roman's doing right now with the Usos is best-case scenario. Have... That you know that that family you know and bring all the those guys in that are where are they all from? Uh, uh, what's that? Samoa. Samoa. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That whole family. The yeah. Rocks related the Rocks, to all of them. Yeah, it's, exactly. Get all get the Rock in. You know, get all these guys together um, and have them be that that new faction because there's not there's not a big faction anymore. There's not a DX. There's not yeah. you know a uh, an NWO. I mean, there's just not any big teams that are running. Things right, right except the inner circle in AEW. They're yeah, and then the dark order. Don't get me started. No, no, no. We'll, we'll talk about that on another podcast, I swear. Uh, so, But, yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing where they're going to go with it with WrestleMania. And, of yep. course, we'll break all of that down. We're going to have a whole big old uh, WrestleMania watch party at Casa de Shibbles, uh, yeah. I'm sure, when that comes up. But let's go to where we're having the other big watch party. Yes. Super Bowl 54 Heck yeah, is buddy. happening. And that's what you guys have all come here to listen to. Right. So, my goodness. Super Bowl 54. A lot of red in Miami. You got the 49ers. The Chiefs are there. The 49ers back in the Super Bowl. Their seventh Super Bowl. Yep. The last they had won the first five. They had won 16, 19. I'm a Niners fan, so I know them all. Yeah. 16, 19, 23, 24, and 29. Uh, I, I remember 23 and 24, I remember distinctly. Like that was my formative. Like, was that coming Montana up. or Steve that was Montana? Montana um, okay. The first four were Montana. 29 okay. was Steve Young, okay. where they were like, he's like, someone take the monkey off my back and plumber right. off it, you know, rips the monkey metaphorically off his back. But they they never got back to the Super Bowl Damn. until Colin Kaepernick took them there for Super Bowl forty seven, where Drew Fl- or, you know yeah. Joe Flacco and the Ravens were able to and keep guy, them out. That guy went quietly in the night, right? Yeah. Oh yeah. Let <laughs> that another podcast. Another podcast. We'll talk about that. So the Niners back in here. They got Jimmy Garoppolo, and then of course he got hurt last season, yep. and now. They got the second pick in the draft and picked Bosa, who, who is. I mean, I, in all seriousness, man, I've seen. A, I'm not nearly as big on the NFL as I'm about right. college, um, but man, Bosa is a different. Yeah. He's a Lawrence Taylor level defender. Yep. Man can 
can hunt you down and can rush the passer and yep. can defend, can drop back in coverage. I mean, Bosa is is going to be a defensive MVP. Yeah, he's definitely the defensive rookie of the year. If he's yeah. not, then something's really wrong yeah, with right. life at that point. And then, of course, you've got the Kansas City Chiefs, who were in the first Super Bowl yep. against the Green Bay Packers. They won Super Bowl number 4 against mm-hmm. the Vikings. And then they hadn't been to another Super Bowl since then. It's crazy, man. <laughs> it was amazing. All the talent they have. I mean, the Priest Holmes years when they yeah. were in the, the – well, the Colts knocked them off on their year to go yeah. uh, in 07. Something like that, yeah. yeah when the, the Colts had the worst rushing defense in the league and the Chiefs had the best rushing uh, offense. And the Colts pulled it off, man. It was it's, it's weird what happened. You get those single elimination games, and that's yeah. what happens in the playoffs. So you have all of that. You've got, of course, now you've got the great offense that the Kansas City Chiefs have. You've got Patrick Mahomes, who, you know, people have said, you can take Lamar Jackson, you can take Aaron Rodgers, you can take all these other, Deshaun Watson, you can take some of these younger guys. Well, Aaron Rodgers isn't that young anymore. You can take these guys, they want Patrick Mahomes. Like, they think he's a, you know, the next big thing when it comes to quarterbacking in this league. But, of course, he's got... All those great wide receivers. I mean, he's and he's got Travis Kelsey at tight end. Yep. He's got all the Tyreek Hill. I mean, he's got a ton of weapons. Those weapons. I mean, the wide receiving core could just be a four by one hundred relay team and probably win the gold medal in the Olympics. I mean, right. they're that is fast. That a great offensive line. You know, the the offensive line is okay, but then you've got the 49er defense. Yep. So there's the big matchup where yeah, you Richard see Sherman, Bosa. Richard I mean, Sherman, Bosa, that four man line that the Niners have. Yep. The fact that they are able to get pressure with just those four. It's it's uh, it's unreal. It is amazing how being able to drop seven back into coverage compared to dropping six into coverage yeah. makes up and just It's crazy how seven, the, seven can guard four. So, yeah. You know, it's, it's weird. It's just the way that works. And the 49ers have been able to make that work yep. so much this year. And that's going to be the big thing. If the Niners can keep that pressure and get – the the four rushers get their Bosa and company and everybody down there can get to Mahomes. And Mahomes has been very good at escaping. Mm-hmm. And that's been the big thing. That's going to be the question. Or the Niners are going to have to give something up to try and get that pressure on him. Mm-hmm. So what, what's the line, Shibley? I mean, I've not yeah. even looked. So the line is one and a half. The, the Chiefs are favored by one and a half points. Mm-hmm. The over-under is 54.5. So those are the ones, of course, the big ones. Uh, the matchup predictor from ESPN's Football Power Index has Kansas City with a 65% chance. Wow, that's crazy for a one-and-a-half-point game. Yeah, so we'll have to see. But, of course, before we start picking on those, we've got to start talking about the crazy prop bets no, that yes. everybody's yeah, got. Me. Give me the prop bets. So we've got a couple of them here. So, of course, the coin toss, which is, you know, I love. That's, that's just, literally 50-50 show. Yeah. But then, of course, you've got the uh, you've got the Gatorade shower. Okay. So that's always the fun one where what color will the Gatorade be that gets poured on the winning coach of Super Bowl 54? Yellow. Yeah. So you've got, yeah, red is the best odds right now, plus really? 135. Then you've got lime green, yellow at 250. And purple, orange, clear water are all plus 500 or more. And then blue is 650. The red because both teams, both teams are red. I think it's red. I think it'll be yellow. Yeah. I really do. That's, inter- that's, a, that's interesting, man. Yeah. 
Because I feel like you could figure that out. Because I feel like if you went back and watched it, if you or if you've watched like every Chiefs game or every 49ers game, you could have a, a good indication. Yeah. Because like they, and they you even, buy that stuff in bulk. Yeah, and they even have like I mean they've got go to Odd Shark like OddShark.com. They've got all this stuff like they have history. Where like last year with the Patriots it was blue, with the Eagles it was yellow. Um, there uh, you had the Denver Broncos in '50 was orange. So you have that makes sense. all that stuff, which is just funny to me. One that I have been really good at is the national anthem. Okay. I've been very How good at long? picking the over-under. Yeah. Uh, okay. Who's singing it? It is Demi Lovato. Oh, what's the over-under? The over-under is two minutes. Over. Take the over all day long. She's going to belt that last note forever. See, the last time I really didn't, I missed it was in, the, it was the New York Super Bowl. It was the Seahawks and the Broncos yep. because they had an opera singer from Broadway mm-hmm. doing the national anthem. And I bet the over at like two and a half is what it right. had been. Okay. that's a- And I missed it. Really badly. She she sung it very well, but she went through it just got the, like so, you're supposed to. So, so that's my thing, man. With yeah. someone like an opera singer, that the, the opera yeah. she she has no um, uh, she had, there's no ego there. The, you know, no one really, no one outside of that community really knows who that is. We look, we're still we're calling her the opera singer. Uh, Demi Lovato got bet it all, bet the car, yeah. bet the farm. Over two minutes. So, yeah, of course, you have all this different, different stuff. I'm leaning toward over, and right now the odds are minus 230 for for that. It's plus 160 for under two minutes. And they moved it to the two-minute mark because I remember the last few years. This is how much I've bet on this no, stupid that's, that's stuff. That's a really – yeah. it's, it's been like 220, and I've always bet the under. And I've, since that opera singer screwed me over, I've won every time. Yep. I think – it was the it was oh it was the Patriots Falcons so it was a few Super Bowls ago, mm-hmm. whoever sang that it was at two twenty and they finished at two nineteen I was oh, like ah, ha, ha, ha. Right. it still counts um, but then they have all this stuff like Demi Lovato the last time she sang at a at a big event was the Conor McGregor Floyd Mayweather boxing match really and she clocked in at two twelve. I'm, I'm telling so, you. Yeah. And now she's at the Super Bowl. Yep. Bet it all, dude. Bet it all. Mm-hmm. But then uh, she sang the national anthem at Game 4 of the 2015 World Series between the Mets and the Kansas City Royals, and she clocked out at 158. I so bet, bet it all on two, dude. So, But I think, again. It's the Super Bowl. Yeah. I, see, I agree. Whoop, whoop. We've got. I'm making. I'm hitting wrong buttons. What am I doing here? <laughs> and don't get me wrong, dude. I love Demi Lovato. She's great. Been a big fan for since I was a kid. Oh, yeah. Yeah, no. There's no way she's coming in under two minutes. Yep. And then, of course, you've got some of the other weird, like, halftime bets and everything's like. How many songs, because you've got uh, Shakira and, and Jennifer Jello, Lopez, yeah. so how many songs will be performed in it? Spanish during the halftime show? Over, under, one and a half. Over. They'll do at least two. How many songs will be played during the halftime show? Over, under, eight. Under. I say five. Yeah. Five total. Two Let's in see. Spanish. Oh, how many times will Alex Rodriguez uh, be shown during the halftime show? Over under a half, so once. Didn't he date both of them? Well, he's married to J-Lo. He's been married to Is J-Lo he? for a while, That's yeah. Wild. Yeah, he'll get shown at least once. Yeah, I yeah. bet that. How many wardrobe changes for J-Lo during the halftime show? Over under two and a half. Under. They should only change once. Yeah. 
And then which of these uh, Jennifer Lopez songs will be sung? The leading candidates are like On the Floor, Jenny from the Block, Let's uh, Get Loud. Yeah, Jenny from the Block 100% will be on it. Yeah. That's a given. And then Shakira, you've got uh, like her songs like She Wolf, Whenever, Wherever, Hips Don't Lie. Yeah, Hips Don't Lie will get played. Yeah. See, my thing with having two of them, man, I think a lot of that's going to be like mashups. I think they'll do like Jenny from the Block with Hips Don't Lie. Yeah. So how do you count that? Will DJ Khaled make a perform an appearance during <laughs> on stage? Yeah, no. just things like that. Gloria Estefan, Mark Anthony, are any of these people going to show up? Will Will Smith show up and sing "Welcome uh, to Miami"? Oh, uh, that would be. What's the? There's going to be a huge line on that. That's uh, plus two ninety minus five hundred. Really? Yeah. So that, somebody's got some insider info. No, I would yeah. bet absolutely not. So those I just always love these just dumb bets that you have with all of these they're just so much fun um oh yeah you've of course you've got um other exotic ones like uh, of course you've got the president how many tweets is donald trump gonna have on february 2nd which is something interesting because you've got february 2nd is the super bowl Mm -hmm. february 3rd that monday is the iowa caucus yeah. And then February 4th, that Tuesday, is the State of the Union address. So he could be talking a lot. But the over-under is 13 and a half. I take the over. With all that uh, stuff going on, that's I'm, a lot of tweets. I might take the under I'm on that I'm not tweeted one. 13 times this year. Yeah. <laughs> like, when it's January, but still. You know, you've got, will Donald Trump attend the game? You've got yes and no. Uh, he'll be there. So you've got all of those. Of course, you've got, like, the stock market, all that. Um, will Nike release a commercial with Colin Kaepernick during the Super Bowl? Yes, plus seven hundred. No, minus sixteen hundred. I say no. Yeah. Not just just because the 49ers are playing. Yeah. Let's see which commercial will appear first: Audi or Porsche? <laughs> uh, Audi. <laughs> yeah. Uh, which commercial will appear first: uh, Coke or Pepsi? Coke. Yeah. Easy. So, which commercial will appear first? This is a good one for politics. Donald Trump's political ad or Michael Bloomberg? Because they both have bought time. Uh, I think we get Bloomberg first. That's what I was thinking as well. Because we'll see Trump. Because Trump knows his face will be on the screen during the beginning. Yep. So, there you have all of those. So, those are the fun bets. But let's wrap this up and make our picks when it comes to all of this. But I just... (laughs) I love those bets. It's no, so ridiculous. That's so fun. People could lose. I'm going to lose all my money. <laughs> You've already taken out your loan, so yeah, yeah, yeah. no, I've, I've got man. I've if you're at home tomorrow, I want you to go to the bank. Yep. I want you to take out as much money as you can. I want you to sell your car, sell everything you own because you're about to make it back tenfold. Okay. Yeah. Who, who do you got? Do you, do you, okay. Do so here's what I've got because the big thing that everybody's talking about is. If the 49ers are going to keep running the football like they did. I mean, what was it? You had Garoppolo, I think, threw the ball six times in their win over the Packers. Because they were just... Mostert was just a beast in the yep. postseason. I mean, he had, what, four touchdowns? He had an Al Bundy, as I like to call it. Four <laughs> touchdowns in one game. Which was just amazing. But, of course, you've got... And even with a great weapon like Kittle... They're great tight end. They've been able to just pound the rock. As yeah. much as you talk about the influence of passing the football in today's game, if you're able to run that ball and just control never the change. take those possessions away from Patrick Mahomes, mm-hmm. 
if you can do that, the Niners are going to win. The, the big question is going to be what happens if it takes that one quick play to happen, which we've seen with the Chiefs in these playoffs are able to score in bunches. If they do that and there's, say, a minute and 52 seconds left in this game in the fourth quarter with one timeout and the Chiefs are up by four points, Mm. can Jimmy Garoppolo take the 49ers down the field and score? That's the big question that a lot of people are wondering. Now, the Niners might just be able to dominate and run the ball, so it might not even be a factor. So my prediction, now again, I am a Niners fan. (laughs) I was born in in the San Jose, San Francisco Bay Area in 1983 when the Niners were the team of the 80s and totally reeking of awesomeness. So I'm a little biased here, but that's okay. Good. I didn't know you were a Niners fan. Yeah, but I still think that my beloved 49ers are going to win this game. Mm -hmm. I I think that they're going to be able to run the ball. I think it's going to be close, but I just think they're going to be able to run it. I think the Chiefs are the ones who are going to have to try and come back. Mm-hmm. So I've got the Niners winning this game 27-24. Okay. That's my prediction. So that would give you 51 points. So that's going to be under the over-under, which is at 54 and a half. Mm-hmm. But then I've got the Niners covering. Okay. So that's my prediction. So... uh First off, I want to say I disagree with you on the over-under. That's fine. I, I say bet the whole farm on the over. Um, my my score is, is also very different than yours. I think it's going to be a lopsided victory. I don't think it'll be a close game at all. Um, and I'll tell you this, man. I'm a big Jimmy G guy. Uh, Jimmy G is everything I wanted uh, Johnny Manziel to be. Beautiful, great, you know, great athlete, great guy. Um, everything that you want in a quarterback right now. He's definitely a game manager. Uh, you know, love Richard Sherman, love both. Like I said, Bosa is, is a you know, uh, you know, a Lawrence Taylor level talent, um, or will be. But I think that the Chiefs, man, I think Patrick Mahomes. It, you, you know, you said earlier he's the next big thing. I think he is the big thing right now, man. I think that I watched them play the Titans, and I watched the way the Chiefs stifled Derrick Henry, King here. I mean, the guy yep. right now. So I think that that the uh, the Chiefs are going to stifle the 49ers run game. Um, I've got uh, the Chiefs winning 49 to 10. Whew. I think that's that, a blowout. I think that they stifle that run game. They can't keep the that's Jimmy G is not the quarterback to do it. Like I said, I'm a Jimmy G guy, but he's just not the guy to. If they can't keep the ball away from Mahomes, Mahomes is going to score. he got too many offensive weapons. Um, I think they win huge. Okay. Well, we will see where we end up with all of this. I just I would love for my Niners to get that sixth Super Bowl oh, yeah. to tie the, the, the Patriots and the, uh, and the Steelers with six total this, titles. This is the first year in probably ten years that I, I, I'm going to be fine either way. Yeah. Anytime the Patriots play, I'm against them. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, there's always somebody that I'm like, ah, that dude just rubs me the wrong way. So, I'm happy. I'm excited for it. And you're going to come over to Casa de yep. Shibbles. We've got a Super Bowl watch party with the rest of the Outlander crew and all of those glorious people yes, sir. coming over. So, again, and we'll, of course, we'll talk about this next week as a uh, recap and all that fun yep. stuff. So, until then, Trey, it's been good. Yeah, man. We had a lot of black. Do it again sometime soon. But until then, too sweet. Love you. See you next time. Bye.